There are three foundational pillars to weight loss, nutrition, fitness, and your sleep and routine. Those kind of get paired together. In this episode, we're diving into sleep and four strategies, four simple foundational strategies that will help better your sleep so you can stay consistent in your journey and start feeling like yourself again. Yes, weight loss is great and it can help you be at a healthier weight for your body overall so your joints don't hurt and so you can play easier with your kids and just feel more confident. But at the end of the day, when you get better sleep, you feel better. So let's talk about some simple strategies to better your sleep. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Did you know that sleep needs to be addressed one step, one habit at a time? Right now, you're about to get a full-fledged overview of the main pieces, the main aspects that make sleep a foundational pillar for weight loss, but you can't change it all overnight. (laughs) Funny, I know, I had to do it. But sleep alongside nutrition, alongside fitness, are all pieces of weight loss and all need to be tackled one habit at a time. Because when you try to change your sleep and your fitness and your your nutrition all at once, because I know you've done that because we all have, because that's what we think we have to do, we fall off after a few weeks because it's not sustainable. To make change one habit at a time is to make sustainable change. And guess what? The time is almost here to learn how to do that as a mom, because Starting Point School is opening back up in a few short weeks. So if you need that, if you need that direction and that guidance on, okay, this is like my current life circumstances, where do I need to start? How can I stay consistent with this one thing? How can I track it? Because that's important too, and staying consistent is tracking your habits and making sure you really get them ingrained in yourself before you move on to adding in the next thing. Because when you go too soon or you haven't tracked and truly gotten consistent with one habit, when you go add in another, you're going to get overwhelmed. It's going to feel like too much. It's going to feel like you're white knuckling this journey when ultimately it should feel like part of who you are. And that's what starting point school builds for you. It builds these habits in. So it just becomes who you are. Waking up earlier becomes who you are. Cooking dinners at home becomes who you are. Working out consistently in a doable way for the season of life you're in becomes who you are, but not all at once. So if you're ready for starting point school and for those strategies and for actually changing your journey 
one habit at a time. Yes, it will take time, but you will make change. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. If you're ready for that, head to startingpointschool.co, get on the wait list so you know when the doors open and get your foot in there and get going, changing your habits the right way. So let's dive into sleep because that is one of the things we address in Starting Point School. And we're also talking about it today. The main tenants um, we're going to address right now, the four main things when it comes to changing your habits in this arena are as follows. I'm going to do a quick overview, then we'll dive into each one. There's baby stepping, there's regularity, working with your sleep cycles, and taking a wide lens view instead of like the nitty gritty day to day. So first up, baby stepping your sleep. This, what it means, baby stepping, is incrementally changing the times, both in when you go to bed and when you wake up. I'm sure you've had days where you've tried to like go from waking up, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning, which you've done for, for months, maybe. I'm just giving an example here to all of a sudden you're like, I need to start waking up at 5 a.m. And out of nowhere, you try to start waking up two hours earlier and it lasts like three days until all of a sudden you're sleeping back in until seven again because you're exhausted. Biologically, your body has to adjust. And so when you baby step your, your sleep routine, both when you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning, when you baby step and make those incremental time changes, it will last much longer than if you were to just, you know, change it by an hour or two overnight. Now, next thing is regularity. Regularity with your sleep is monumental. All of the science out there, all of the you know, you listen to these health podcasts that literally are hosted by scientists and health professionals. They will tell you that going to sleep and waking up the same time, ideally around the same time, seven days a week is best for your health. It's best for you overall. And in a routine sense, it's also really good for you. But when it comes to your health and just your body's the way it functions on a day-to-day basis, it's best for you seven days a week to try to stick to the same sleep routine instead of, you know, say on weekdays, you're getting up at 5 a.m., but then, and you're going to sleep at like 9 p.m., but then on the weekends, you go to sleep at like midnight and you're waking up at seven. That's really hard on your body. Yes, it might feel good in the moment, it might make your life easier week to week or day to day, but overall, it's gonna be a stressor on your body. So having regularity seven days a week, which is great, because when you're focusing on having the same sleep routine seven days a week, you're growing your consistency. So regularity is your second main tenant when it comes to addressing your sleep. The third thing, and this one I can nerd out over, I think it's so cool, and I've actually been doing this for over 10 years now, but working with your sleep cycles. A super basic overview for you of what your sleep cycles are. There's awake, like right now as you're listening, you're most likely awake unless you're listening to me as you fall asleep, which, good night, <laughs> that'd be really weird. <laughs> but um, there's awake, which is where you're conscious and you know right now. There's light sleep and there's deep sleep. That's like a super basic overview. So light sleep is when you're closest to your awake state of consciousness. And deep sleep is obviously when you're much deeper. And that's often when you wake up and you're in deep sleep is when you wake up groggy or when you're like, whoa, what day is it? What time is it? What year is it? (laughs) I was just dreaming. Like that's more often when you're in deep sleep. So If your alarm, if you're just using like your basic iPhone alarm or your clock alarm and it goes off at the same time every single day, but you go to sleep at different times, you might be waking up at different sleep cycles, which could explain why on one day you wake up feeling great. You're waking up, you know, just alert 
and you can jump right out of bed. In other days, even though it's the exact same time in the morning, maybe you fell asleep like 15 to 20 minutes different than you did the night before. You could be waking up in a state of deep sleep. And that's when you wake up groggy, exhausted, even confused. So it's ideal, obviously, for your body to wake up when you're in your lightest phase of sleep because you're almost awake at that point. And my favorite way to do this and how I've honestly been doing this for the over 10 years now is I use an app called Sleep Cycle. Sleep Cycle is a totally free app. And what you do is you basically, and I've talked about this before. So if you haven't downloaded it yet and you've been listening and you've heard about it and you're struggling with your sleep, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to go download Sleep Cycle. Okay. It's not even a sponsor. Like I just love this. I've been using it for over a decade and I wake up in, I mean, it's not ideal to get less than seven hours of sleep, right? But even on days where like I, I do only get a couple hours of sleep, which is not often anymore, thankfully. But when I did have those days, I would still wake up pretty awake, pretty alert. So anyways, the way it works is you set your alarm for the latest time you want to wake up. So say I want to be up and out of bed by 530 in the morning. So I set my sleep cycle alarm for 530 AM. The way it works is it will wake you up within a 30 minute window leading up to that time. So anytime between 5 AM and 5:30, my sleep cycle alarm is going to go off. Now, the way that works is you plug it in charging, set it next to your bed, and it uses sound and motion to detect when you're in your lightest stage of sleep. Because when you are in a lighter stage of sleep, closest to that awake state, you're going to be moving around, making noise. You're more likely to be moving. And so that's when you're within that 30 minute window and it senses you're in your lightest stage of sleep, it'll start waking you up. And it's so nice. The alarm is like a gradual alarm where it goes from a really soft volume to higher volume. And the noises are not like that. They're really, really nice, calm, nice sounds to wake up to. So I highly suggest sleep cycle. It's a great way to work with your sleep cycles without really having to do much aside from just setting the alarm and being consistent with it. Um, the fourth and final piece of your sleep and routine in this pillar, when it comes to weight loss and overall health is taking a wide lens view on your routine overall. What does this mean? That means I want you to take a step back and look at your day-to-day and week-to-week routine. Is it predictable? And is it consistent? Because if it's not, you're going to feel more overwhelmed. You're going to feel more stressed. And yes, there are seasons of motherhood, many seasons, where your routine is not predictable. Your routine is not very consistent. And that's okay. But where can you tap into those? Because I will tell you, having walked through many stages of motherhood, There is not a season where you can't have even the slightest amount of predictability or a slight amount of consistency. You can find those somewhere. There are seasons that both of those will be much easier, but there are seasons where even though they're sparse, you can still find moments of predictability. You can still find moments of consistency. You can if you look for them. So start looking for them if you don't feel like they're there, because I can guarantee that they are. You just need to change your mindset and start looking for them. Okay. That's like a well, encouragement, tough love for you. Go look if you're struggling with that right now. Predictability in your routine has this direct impact on your ability to be consistent because it's taking away your need to constantly make decisions. And it even helps your children, your, your children as well. So when you can just say, okay, I'm going to cook dinner four times this week. There's going to be predictability with that. I'm going to you know, on Sunday night, you're choosing, we're going to cook this Monday, this Tuesday, this Wednesday, this Thursday, and Friday we'll order pizza. That's predictable, right? 
that's taking decisions off your plate. And guess what? Even if you're in one of the busiest seasons of life, you can put that into your routine to make it more predictable. And consistency, whether it's doing certain things at a certain time of day or certain activities, the certain days of the week, that makes discipline easier when it comes to your routine, when it comes to your journey. So predictability is going to lead to an easier ability to be consistent and consistency leads to an easier ability to be disciplined. So when you can, even if it's in tiny amounts, when you can plug those two things into your routine and seek them out and find where they can fit in, where you can make things predictable, where you can be consistent because you can, you're a mom, you are capable, you can find those areas. You're giving yourself better opportunities to be more disciplined overall and have it not be this thing where you're striving to be disciplined, but it just is working into your routine. So quick overview. We've got, when it comes to your sleep and your routine, as it pertains to your journey, you've got baby making changes in a baby stepping manner. So small incremental changes when it comes to time with your sleep routine, you've got regularity, doing it seven days a week instead of three or four, working with your sleep cycles. I highly recommend the sleep cycle app, really easy to remember the name of that. And then changing your view to a wider lens, bigger picture view on your routine overall and looking for predictability and consistency and tapping into it, really leaning into it. So which one of those do you need to make some pivots in? Is it, do you need to start baby stepping, you know, your sleep schedule? Do you need your sleep schedule to be more regular? Do you need to download the sleep cycle app and just wake up less groggy? Or do you need to change your mindset and your view when it comes to your routine overall and really seek out the predictability and consistency? Whatever it is, I want you to figure out one thing that you can do today and the next day and the next day and you know stay consistent with it because it will take time to make that change. But there is one thing. There's always one thing we, we can do. There's always one thing, maybe not two or three because that can get overwhelming, but there's always one thing you can lean into and focus on when it comes to your habits so you can actually make change. And I want you to identify what that is right now, right now. And then just focus on that one thing. It can be hard to determine what that might be. And maybe you listen to this episode and you're like, oh, this is, I've been waiting for this one, Liz. Sleep is my struggle. This is going to help so much. Then lean into it. But maybe you're struggling more with nutrition or your fitness, or maybe you want to start with all three and you don't know which one to lean into first. You have to take into account your current situation and your goals and your past experiences with these habits and where you found success and where you haven't and where you're really struggling right now. You have to take all of these into account because where you might need to start is different where the mom next door might need to start in her journey. And maybe sleep is not where you need to focus because there's also a ton of habits within nutrition and a handful within fitness that might be an easier starting point for you, an easier habit to start with on this journey and stay consistent with. Now, starting point school walks you through all of this. And in step one, it's actually where you get honest with yourself to figure out where do I need to start? So if you're sitting here going, maybe it is sleep or maybe it's not, I really don't know, but I'm struggling. Head to startingpointschool.co so you can get on the wait list. It's not .com, it's .co. I don't know why I couldn't get .com, but I couldn't. So startingpointschool.co and get on the wait list because you need to figure out where you need to start in the season you're in. And you know what? Maybe, maybe you found success after your first kid, but you've had your second now and you're kind of 
just stressed and overwhelmed and this pivot to two is hard. It was hard for me. Um, and you're in that place and you're just like, I don't, I feel like I need to start somewhere different because this is all way more on my plate than I thought it would be. Starting point school is for you. Let's get you figured, you know, figure out where that one spot is you need to start based on all of the uniqueness that is you in your life right now, because the starting point process gets personalized to you. There are so many different places you can start in your journey. Even if you're choosing one, if you start with the wrong one, it's, it's going to feel off. It's going to feel hard. So let's pick the right one in the starting point process. And then also you're going to learn how to continue on when to build in the next habit, when the right time is, so it doesn't feel overwhelming, how to stay consistent with these and what to do when life gets crazy. What if you pick the wrong habit and you need to pivot? All of this gets addressed in starting point school, how to bring your family into the fold. How do you talk to your husband about this and the goals that you want to make? Sometimes that's an awkward conversation. So all of that gets addressed in starting point school. And it opens back up in just a few weeks. So make sure you get on the wait list so you don't miss this opportunity to change your journey, change your sleep, even your fitness and nutrition. But whatever you do, like I said, you've got baby stepping, regularity, working with your sleep cycles, and changing your view to a bigger picture on your routine overall. Pick one thing to do today, please. <laughs> Leave this episode doing something about your sleep routine. Maybe just go to bed five minutes earlier. Put your phone down and don't scroll through reels when your you know, screen limit time goes off. Just say, no, I am done with Instagram. Whatever it is, pick one thing, do it, and keep doing it. All right? Get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.